Rushing in the morning might be something you have gotten used to and accepted it as part of your day. But just because you're used to something, or just because you've accepted it, doesn't make it the best way to start your morning. And it certainly isn't. So I want you to remember that. Just because you've gotten used to something and you've accepted something as your standard, doesn't mean you cannot modify your standard later on. And it also doesn't mean that that standard that you currently hold for yourself is the best or most suitable standard for you to be holding for yourself. Welcome back to the What's Up and What's Next podcast, the greatest podcast of all times. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate every single one of you that gives me your time and energy every week to listen to my insights, to listen to my content, to listen to the podcast episodes. I hope that you know that I actually generally appreciate you so much because you're taking time out of your week to listen to my episodes and that means the world to me. Hit the follow button, hit the subscribe button, leave us a review, please. It helps us a lot more than what you know and what you think and it would mean the world to me. So please, if you can, just hit that follow button, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. That helps. Now, today's episode is focused around creating the perfect morning routine and the perfect evening routine. Perfect meaning the most suitable for you. So I just want to clarify on what perfect means here. It's what's most suitable to you. Let's first start off with the morning routine and later on in this episode, we'll, we'll get to the evening. So they say that you can look at someone's routine and straight away be able to tell what type of person they are just purely based off their routine. Whether you agree with that statement or not, it does hold a certain level of truth within it. Our routines are indicators of the type of people we are as they showcase our interests, our preferences, our likes, our routines say a lot more about us than what we actually think they do. However, what our routines say or look like is not actually important. How our routines make us feel and whether they support our goals is what is important. So let me ask you, does your morning routine make you feel good? If not, then we need to investigate that a bit further. If yes, then my follow-up question to that is, does your morning routine support you and your life and your goals in the best way? A lot of you may be thinking right now, mm, maybe, I don't know. I'm not sure actually, uh, no. Any of those answers could cross your mind. And if any of those answers did cross your mind, that's okay. Like that is generally okay because the good news is we have control over our routines and we can modify, change and adapt it to our needs and wants at any given time. So I will reveal some ways in which you can build an incredible morning routine that is suited and personalized to you and your wants and your needs. And the best part is that you can continuously choose to modify it and adapt that morning routine to cater you. I will explain this in a simple way and I will make sure to explain how you can practically apply these tips so that you can start building a good morning routine starting from tomorrow. Like you, you see, the thing about my content is I want to give you content that you can just go and tomorrow start acting on it. You know, that's my plan. That's my plan. So number one, rise earlier. How many times have you woken up in the morning and straight away your mind is rushing and your body is still waking up? Or 
your mind is still waking up, but your body is rushing. It has happened fairly often to me. This is because we set our alarms to wake us up just to give us enough time to do all the things that we need to do to get ready for the day and nothing more, right? You put in your alarm, or majority of people do anyways, just to give enough time from the moment they wake up to the moment they get ready and then get out of the house to go do what they need to do. So right away, you're in rushing mode. Straight from the get-go, you're in rushing mode. Rushing in the morning might be something you have gotten used to and accepted it as part of your day. But just because you're used to something or just because you've accepted it doesn't make it the best way to start your morning. And it certainly isn't. So I want you to remember that. Just because you've gotten used to something and you've accepted something as your standard doesn't mean you cannot modify your standard later on. And it also doesn't mean that that standard that you currently hold for yourself is the best or most suitable standard for you to be holding for yourself. So just remember that. Try waking up one hour earlier than usual. That's it. That's all I'm asking. Try waking up one hour earlier than your usual wake up. And that one extra hour, you can use it for whatever you want. That hour is yours. You can do your usual morning routine slower, or you can use that time to do more things for yourself to start off your day in a much better state. And if you struggle with waking up earlier, and I know that at some point in my life I did, try waking up 15 minutes earlier this week. So every day this week, try and wake up 15 minutes earlier than your usual wake up time. Next week, add uh, an extra 15 minutes that you need to wake up earlier. So that'll be next week, you, you wake up half an hour earlier than the usual. And you do this building it up until the point that you can wake up an hour earlier. So until you've built yourself up to waking up one hour earlier than the original wake time, this is a way of gradually easing yourself into the rise earlier gang, because it is like a, <laughs> it is a, difficult thing just to turn off that switch and rise earlier. So, you know, if you are not someone who is very much adamant about the wake-up method, which is very much a cold approach, then just gradually ease yourself into it. But just do that. Just try and wake up earlier. Many of us can wake up early, but still wake up stressed, which means it's not just about waking up on time. It's about waking up with the right mindset and energy. The average amount of sleep needed is eight hours. So if you are waking up earlier, make sure you're going to bed still at night in time to get eight hours sleep. The reason for waking up early is because if you wake up early, you get more out of your day, you get more energy out of your day, you have more time out of your day, which gives you the chance to make more out of it without the feeling of rush in the morning. Number two. Don't look at your phone first thing in the morning. How many of us have unintentionally conditioned ourselves to look at our phones first thing in the morning? How many of us do this on a daily basis without realizing the impact it can have on the rest of our day? We're either all there, or we've been there, but we all know what it feels like, including myself. This is still something that I'm trying to work myself on. Because checking your phone first thing in the morning is not a good idea. And I'll tell you why. Because you don't always control what notifications or messages or posts on social media you're going to see. And those can indirectly make you feel certain emotions or thoughts. 
every day for the first hour of your morning, at least don't check your phone. Because if you do, you're allowing social media notifications, app messages and other people to dictate your intentions and set your feelings and thoughts without you having a choice. Think of it this way. You wouldn't let a hundred people come into your room first thing in the morning, right? So why would you look at your phone and let that happen virtually? It's just something to think about. The first hour of the morning is normally the hour in which we are still waking up, setting our intentions, catching up with our thoughts and truly kickstarting our day. And when you kickstart your day in the right way, it sets up the rest of the day in a good direction. When you kickstart your day in the wrong way, it sets up the rest of the day in a bad direction. Checking our phones first thing in the morning can cause us to feel more stressed, more moody, and it's all because of work notifications, social media posts, etc. So let's just avoid doing that for the first hour of your day. Number three, use the first hour of your morning for you. Assuming you've applied tip number one, which was to do with waking up one hour earlier than your usual wake up time every single day, that would now mean you now have one extra hour in your morning. Now what? <laughs> right? This might be your question. And if it is, then don't worry. I've got some answers for you, which will hopefully give you clarity on what you can do with that one extra hour you've gained. This is where it gets interesting and fun for you. That one hour is literally for you. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you what to do with it because then it wouldn't be yours truly, right? However, I am happy to provide you with some suggestions that you can maybe use as some ideas to personalize that hour for you. What is very common often is some people may choose to read a book, others meditate, others go for a walk. Others exercise, others listen to a podcast, others do yoga, others do a combination of things, others do other things, etc. The beauty here is that that one hour is yours, so you should treat it as such. Choose what habits you want to implement in your morning routine, try and experiment and just see what feels right for you. Doing things that are stimulating you in a good way can be incredibly refreshing and set your day off right. For some, finding the time to finally read their favorite book is probably a joy. For others, having the opportunity to meditate can bring them more peace and calm for the remaining of the day. For others, exercising first thing in the morning, like myself, can make them feel more energized and pumped for the day, I can confirm. <laughs> and the reasoning here is simple. When you do something for yourself and yourself only, you feel so much better. And isn't that feeling, right? Isn't that feeling a great way to start your day with? And those three steps are the steps that you need to create your perfect morning routine. Again, perfect being the most suitable. That's what I mean. Now, we all know how important and crucial it is to have a good morning routine. In fact, we just spoke about it pretty much in depth. And what we hear all the time is morning routine this, morning routine that, morning, morning, morning. It's all about the morning routine, isn't it? But did you know that how good of a morning routine you have can actually be affected by how good your evening routine was the night before? Evening routines are just as important as morning routines because they can help us unwind. This is something I struggle a lot with. They can help us unwind at the end of a long day and help us get better sleep as a result of that, which subsequently means having a better morning the next day. Let me ask you this. Does your evening routine make you feel good? If not, 
we probably need to investigate that a bit further. But if yes, then my follow-up question becomes, does your evening routine support you and your life and your goals in the best way? A lot of you may be thinking right now, maybe, uh, not sure, not really. And if any of those answers crossed your mind, then that's okay, because the good news is we have control of our routines, just like I said before at the beginning of this episode. We can modify it, we can change it, we can adapt it, we can, you know, really personalize it to our needs and wants. So I'm going to reveal some ways in which you can build an amazing evening routine, because we've already spoken about the morning one. And I'm going to do it in a way that allows you to be practical about it, right? Let's get into it. Number one. Lock out the last hour of your day. Similar to morning routines, we want at least one good hour just for ourselves. The same applies to evening routines. Having one good hour for ourselves in the evening allows us the opportunity to unwind, relax, start setting ourselves for for a nice end of day. After what has probably been a very stressful, busy and productive day for all of us. A lot of us are always on autopilot. So unwinding and having a, you know, one hour, two hours, maybe two hours could be too much to ask for, but like one hour, that last hour before you go to bed, at least that, right? That, that should be the minimum. First, you need to know your bedtime. What time do you want to go to sleep? This is a very important question for you to know in advance because it gives you something to aim for and it allows you to ensure that you're getting in bed in time for a good amount of sleep. Eight hours is the average per person, more or less. Um, after you know your bedtime, just Basically ensure that one hour before that bedtime you are free and not busy doing work or other things that are not part of your unwinding for the day. Similar to morning routines again, we need dedicated time for it. The same applies to evening routines. If we don't set time aside for it, we're effectively relying on the possibility of having some spare time at the end of the day for it, which never happens. And that's not great because if we get carried away with our work or if we decide to use that extra spare time for Netflix or you know next thing you know it's time to sleep and you've done nothing for your evening routine so setting time aside is extremely important. Number two don't look at your phone in the last hour before you sleep. The light from your phone is programmed to keep you awake engaged and alert. Phones release dopamine in us because of things such as likes, follow, social media notifications. Phones before bed may also release the cortisol hormone, which is known as the stress hormone. In similar words, looking at your phone in the last hour before you sleep will lead to poor sleep. And the goal of your evening routine should be to unwind so that you can have a better end of the day for yourself and subsequently have a better night's sleep. After knowing your bedtime, just ensure that one hour before that bedtime, you stop looking at your phone, you stop using your phone or any other device that has a screen to avoid suffering the consequences mentioned earlier in, in, in this episode, which was about how it's just releasing dopamine and cortisol and keeping you awake, engaged and alert. As a result, your sleep will massively improve in the quality of it. And that will then have a knockoff effect in a positive way towards your morning, the day after, which then has a knockoff effect in the day that you have. And boom, next thing you know, your day, your whole day is dictated by how good your morning was. Your whole morning is dictated by how your evening was the night before. So it's like everything's connected. Morning routines, similar to evening routines, have the goal of being something we do for ourselves and ourselves only. However, the morning routine's goal is to start your day right. 
Whereas the evening's routine goal is to end your day right. And when you choose to end your day on your phone, not only will your sleep quality decrease, but even the way you feel is a lot more poor. And further away from being relaxing, which makes it difficult to unwind at the end of a day. Number three, use the last hour of your evening for you. Assuming you've applied tip number one, which was to do with blocking out the last one hour of your evening every single day, that would mean that now you have one extra hour in your evening. Now what? (laughs) This might be a question that you may have. And if it is, don't worry. I've got some answers for you, which hopefully will give you the clarity that you need so you know what to do with that one hour that you've gained. Again, similar to the morning routines conversation, the same concept applies to evening routines, meaning this is where it gets interesting and fun for you. That one hour is for you. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you what to do with it because then it wouldn't be truly yours. However, I'm going to provide you some suggestions, same way I did with the morning routine, so that you can get some ideas to personalize the evening hour for you that you've allocated for yourself. Again, some may choose to read a book, others do journaling, others do meditation, others do breath work, others do some self-care, others take a relaxing warm shower, others listen to a podcast, others do a combination of things, others do other things, uh, etc. You know, the beauty here is that one hour is yours. So just go and treat it like such and choose the habits that you want to implement in your evening routine that feel best for you. Just try, experiment and see what feels right for you. Doing things that are unwinding you in a good way can be incredibly relaxing at the end of your day because you've got to remember, we go through so much stress and so much work and so much busyness and our lives is so jam-packed with things always happening. For some, finding time to finally read their favorite book is a joy or having the opportunity to do meditation can bring them more peace. And for others, doing self-care can make them feel good. Taking a warm shower can make you feel relaxed and refreshed. The reasoning here is very, very simple. When you do something for yourself and yourself only, you feel so much better. And isn't that the feeling that we should be aiming towards every single day? Because from where I'm standing, that just seems like the common sense, logical answer. Like, if you want to feel good, you have to make time for yourself. And... This means both in the morning and both in the evening. And so I want to summarize this by saying that whether it's your evening routine or your morning routine or both, you have to make time for yourself because that's the only way that you're going to feel better on a day-to-day basis. And those three steps are the three steps that you can take to create the perfect evening routine for you. The three steps I mentioned at the beginning of the episode were the steps you could take to create the perfect morning routine for you. So today was all about routine. And why was that? Because routine is one of the most important components of our lives. I feel like routine is what keeps us disciplined. Routine is what keeps us sane. Routine is what keeps us going. Everyone needs some sort of routine. It might be structured. It might be unstructured. But everyone needs some elements of routine in their day-to-day. Which is why today's episode was dedicated to routine. Because... Quite honestly, I just feel like it's a very, very important component of life. One that could either help you become healthier and happier and more fulfilled, or one that can help you not become any of those things. (laughs) I hope this episode has helped you in some way, shape or form. Please share it with your partner, share it with your friends, share it with family. Hopefully it helps them too. Thank you so much for listening. 
please hit the follow button, hit the subscribe button, leave us a review. It helps us so, so much, more than what you know. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, please make sure to listen to the next podcast to find out what's up and what's next. <laughs>